So we are here doing a live recording of the Losing It podcast. And for people who are listening to my podcast, I'm so grateful if you would be kind enough to leave a review on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, um, because it really getting the message out there is what this is all about. And normally I'm super excited and really pumped when I get on live and I am, I am excited and I am pumped, but I'm not going to be as vivacious as normal today because my voice has taken a beating over the last few days. And so I'm dialing it down a little, but I have a message, of course, but I have a message that I want to share. Sounds weird, doesn't it? That sounds like I got it from somewhere in the ether. Nothing was downloaded to me, which is another trendy term. I had a download. I'm like, I just don't even know what that is. But I didn't get any downloads. I am um, I did have a morning where I was completely exhausted though and not wanting to stick to my 120-day commitment. My 120-day commitments, what day are we on today? We're on day eight. We are eight days in. We're barely a week in, well, just over a week in to my 120 days. And I haven't been excited since the 120-day reset started, if we're going to be really transparent. Not at all excited. Didn't really want to do it. It all seemed like a great idea at the time. But even today, today, most of all, I just thought, fuck this, I don't want to do it. And so this morning, I didn't get up with my alarm. at five. Like my commitment wasn't even a goal. I made this big hoo-ha about let's set commitments. Goals are for losers. Like Let's set commitments because goals can be wishy-washy. Maybe you'll hit it, maybe you won't. But a commitment is unbreakable. You're committed, right? Like in a relationship, there's a commitment that's been made. You don't mess with it. So I said, let's all make commitments. And my commitment is, amongst other things, get up at 5 a.m., and uh, do a live stream every day, do all these sorts of things. There was particular go- like goals. <laughs> There's particular, I don't know, outcomes that I am committed to achieving. And it's been a really rocky start. And I want to be really transparent with you guys. <laughs> I said it again. I want to be really transparent with you all because um, if you are experiencing the same thing, anytime you set, and we will just use the word goals because it's easy, but anytime you set a goal and you get off to a rocky start or you're fine for the first few days and then a week or so in, it's it. that's where you hit your uh, sticking points. It's so normal. It's so normal. If even the people who make the big song and dance about it also experience it, then how can you think that there's anything wrong or this shouldn't be happening when you also experience it? It's supposed to happen. And can I tell you why it's supposed to happen? I feel that I must. You are supposed to hit those emotional roadblocks. The roadblocks you come up against could be actual physical roadblocks, (laughs) not on the road, but as in the kids get sick or something that, you know what I mean, like something that would really tip the scales that are no longer in your favor, things that now come against you and are no longer, life is not smooth so that you can easily tick all the boxes of your goals and your commitments. It's supposed to happen because that's how you build the resilience and the strength and the stamina to be able to handle these pretty little goals that you've committed to when life does get tough. Let's say you do 120 days reset with me. And as I said, this was just a free challenge that I put out there in a podcast a couple of weeks ago because I just thought, wouldn't this be cool if we all did it together? And so there's a bunch of you that have put your hand up and said, yeah, I'll do it with you. And we're just chatting in the DMs each day and I'm holding you accountable. But the point is, 
if it was all smooth sailing the whole 120 days, then you wouldn't have any of the internal life skills that are required when it does get rough. It's supposed to get rough during the times of your commitment. And no matter what this is, if you've committed to starting a gym program, uh, some kind of a weight loss program, if you've committed to bettering yourself in any particular way, you are supposed to come up against hurdles. This is where I would normally start yelling because it's just so stupid that we think it should be any other way. Of course, you're supposed to come up against hurdles. That's how you create the stamina that you need to be able to get through them. (laughs) Nobody, and here's what I will say on that as well. Nobody, like if you think that this shouldn't be like this for you, this shouldn't really be happening, my my question would be why the fuck are you so special that you think you should get a really smooth pathway to this dream life that you want? That's not a thing. That's all the way not a thing. So um, I will say I will say this. Didn't want to get up at five, uh, and not just because like I was in a foul mood or something. I I was I'm exhausted, and I don't know if it's an adrenal issue. Like it's. And not a normal level of exhaustion. I haven't done anything particularly to exert myself. There's just a complete exhaustion. I think there's a lot going on in life, which we all have, and it's taxing. It's very taxing on your body. So if you didn't know, I do have a background in health coaching and weight loss nutrition. So I'm certified in those areas. And so I do understand a little bit more about it. And it's time, I recognize it's definitely time for me to up my nutrition, but it's also so far beyond that, that there could be other things involved apart from just hormones and the regular stuff that fucks with our bodies. There's probably something else at play. So I'm going to need to figure that out. But in due course, I I didn't get up this morning at five and I want to let you know, like I just didn't do it, even though I'd committed and made a big hoo-ha, did not do it. And there's been, this is not the first day since I started my 120 day reset that I haven't got up at 5am. Now, here's why I love that I didn't hit my markers. Here's why I love it. Because the last time I did this, this is what I made a big point about. I said, the last time I got up at 5am, Uh, It was so empowering to me and it felt incredible and my life was really progressing in such a great way. So we all have something called hindsight bias. My hindsight bias is remembering all the amazing things about me getting up at 5am and it is not showing me or bringing to the fore any of the bullshit that came along with when I used to get up at 5am. I was really tired and I did have to be in bed at 9pm. Like there was definitely some downs, like if we're going to do a pros and cons list, there was a lot of pros, but there was some cons as well. Like if people said, let's go out for dinner, I'm like, oh my God, are we going to be home by 8.30? Because mama needs to be in bed by nine. I was so tired. So This is a beautiful opportunity now for me to re-examine my commitments and say, is getting up at five so important that I want, I'm willing to make some heavy sacrifices in my life in order to live that lifestyle? It may be, maybe it is, like it's something that I'm going to be assessing over the coming weeks, but that's the point of the 120-day reset. The 120-day reset, the point of giving yourself permission to make empowering changes in your life. The point is not to just stick to them like a drill sergeant and just be a real hard ass with absolutely no mercy for yourself or your life or what's going on. That's not the point. The point is for you to use that as a tool for self-examination. How do I feel? 
getting up at five? Is this still a good fit for my age and my lifestyle and what I'm wanting to achieve in life? It may be, considering now that I'm about six, seven years older than I was the last time I did it, it may be that I decide 6am is a much better time for me getting up. I'll see. I'll see over the coming weeks. Because as much as I do enjoy a really early start to the day, I'm also really struggling, like really struggling to pull it off. So now I have to ask, is it a laziness issue? Like you've got to check those things off the list. Is it a laziness? Am I just being fucking lazy? No, not at all. I am wiped. I just can't even bring myself to do it. I feel like I need to have a disco nap now. And it's just one, what time is it? It's 1.30 in the afternoon and I need a little disco nap. <laughs> I'm not going to take it. And this is the thing because I really do have a lot that I want to I want to get done today. But I want to bring this out to remind you that anytime you're trying to do some kind of reset and establish new boundaries and ways of living and reach new goals in your life, Give yourself the space and the grace to assess them and pivot as you go along. If you are, now I will also give you like a complete 180 from this. If you're going to let your emotions just run the show all the time, you'll never do anything. So I have about six other things on my 120 day reset commitment list while I'm making sure I hit the markers on those. Like it's not, it's not a free for all where you just go, oh, Carly said, no, I don't even have to do it. So that's fine. You do the best you can do. And if there's an area you're struggling in, that is where self-examination is, is important. It's due. Like that's the whole point of it. Are you just being lazy or are you struggling because it's not the right fit for your lifestyle? Now, we could translate all of this over to weight loss. Are you struggling with your weight loss because you are just being lazy and wanting to eat all the things all the time? Or are you struggling because the method you're using is not a right fit for your lifestyle? Put it this way, I lost weight a thousand times over on all the different diets that are out there. I did meal replacements. I did meal replacement shakes. I did, oh, I can't even think, I did Herbalife, uh, Jenny, WW. I, um, what else? I mean, just every diet, Atkins. Like Atkins is not around anymore for all my young'uns. You don't call it Atkins now, you call it keto. Okay, you can stuff a fucking fancy new name on it. It's still the same shit. It's you excluding entire food groups out of your diet and thinking that that's the solution for permanent weight loss. Now, I will say this on the matter, that if it's the right fit for your physicality, then that's a green light for you. Because some people just don't feel great eating a lot of carbs or I don't, I don't feel great eating a lot of carbs. I love eating a lot of carbs. Oh, honey, please. I love me some carbs. And being a almost 100% vegan what the fuck else am I going to eat to fill myself up? This is where it gets very challenging for me. My body doesn't feel great if I eat a truckload of carbs, but I also need something to fill me up because veggies isn't going to do it. Fruit isn't going to do it. I do include healthy fats. I make sure that I get lots of avocado and olive oil and all the things that in the 90s was Satan himself with the Susan Powder, 80s, 80s, I think 90s. Susan Powder was out there like all over our TV screens like saying fat makes you fat. And we all bought into it. I did. I'm like, oh my God, this is revolutionary. How could I be so stupid not to figure this out? Of course, fat makes me fat. 
It only makes sense. And then it was a good like decade later that the diet industry comes out with, oh, yeah, we're so sorry. No, that's actual bullshit. And I could have told you that from the start because now as a 50-year-old, and let me just clarify, I'm, I'm well over 50, but I said this to my little um, mastermind coaching group the other day. I said, I am 52 and I'm going to tell you one time. That's the last time you'll ever hear me say it. From now on, I'm 50 and I'll never be older than that. So I can tell you as a 50-year-old that my joints hurt, like there's definite um, cartilage issues, <laughs> these things that happen as a result, like hair loss, really dry skin. There is consequences okay, to every decision that you make. And if you're going to use yourself as a human, like science lab, and cut entire food groups out of your body thinking that there'll be no repercussions, I mean, good luck to you. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. I'll see you in 30 years when your body is packed up. But this this is this is the thing. So make sure – I don't even know where I'm going today. This is what we're going to do. Make sure that the choices you're making are a good fit for you morally, ethically, Uh, emotionally and for your lifestyle. Then assess, if I don't want to do it, am I not doing it because I'm being lazy or is there still something that needs to be tweaked? And then thirdly, if you are being lazy, haul your ass out of bed or to the gym, as I did today, to the gym, honey. I just have come back from the gym. As you can probably tell from the attire, I've just come back from the gym. Did I want to go? Oh, my God. I would have paid you money to go for me. I did not want to go, but I went. Did I Did I do it because I'll feel better afterwards? No. And do I feel better afterwards? Hell no. No, I'm even more tired now. But I did it because I had a commitment and I know that it's good for my body. So that was okay. If I was like, if I thought that taking myself there was going to risk injury, obviously you wouldn't do that. That's not what I'm talking about. But I well, I knew that I really needed to go because that was more of a mental and emotional commitment for me than it had anything to do with my physical body. Like I really wasn't fussed about that. That was about me holding my word to myself because when you get really, really tired like I am at the moment, you will eat, they say, you will eat up to an extra 300 calories per day for every day that you're really tired. The following day, they they say, they, we don't know who they are, but they run our lives. They say that every day when you haven't had enough sleep, you know, your regular sort of whatever people need, seven to nine hours, if you haven't had enough sleep, which I just haven't been getting because it's been hideous weather, didn't sleep last night, there were storms all night. It was just vile. It's absolutely vile here at the moment. And so you now are at risk of eating around an extra 300 calories the next day just because you're tired and you want that pick-me-up and you're not even lucid enough to be making the right nutritional choices. Now, I can tell you, like, um, straight up, I knew today that if I didn't hit some of my core markers like going to the gym, then I would be putting myself at risk of making completely shit food choices for the rest of the day. And I can tell you this with all assurance because the kids are coming over tonight, it's Friday night, the kids are coming over tonight and there's always just junk food city when they come over. I'm not that fast anymore about the junk food. That's not the biggest temptation for me. It's usually that we end up getting some kind of takeaway. Again, it depends on what it is, but if we end up with like fish and chips or something like that tonight, it's that's like kryptonite for me. So I then have to decide who do I want to be in those moments. And this is what I want to leave you with. 
when you face those kind of temptations and you think, I'm so tired, I can't be bothered, like I've just, I messed up already today, all the thoughts that we normally think, which of course, if you know me at all, that's just not even a thing. But, and of course, and again, if you haven't skipped over and grabbed my free course, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. But if you haven't got the free course yet, uh, I tell you everything that I did to lose 20 kilos. I break it down. It's five simple steps. It's really not hard. Like it's child's play. And now I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> that when Okay, so the stories that we tell ourselves about I've already messed up today and so I might as well just eat. If you are in that zone, which is what I, – I mean, I don't feel like I've quote-unquote messed up. Messing up is not even a thing in my world. You eat the foods that you enjoy – and you still lose weight. That's how it works in my world. Like this morning I had berries and I didn't have pancakes today, which I normally would, but I had berries with heat, like full fat coconut yogurt and all these incredible things with granola and all the sugary maple syrup. Like, oh my God, it was amazing. Amazing. But that's the things that I would never have let myself eat years ago because we were just told that you can't lose weight eating that food. And I'm here to tell you with like, betting everything on it because I'm the prime example, I'm the example, you can lose weight eating foods that you enjoy. You don't need to shove sugar down your throat if you don't enjoy it. But I'm just saying, you don't have to give up the foods that you love in order to lose weight. So if we're going to circle back, I'm going to leave you with this. If you are following along with me for my 120 day reset, be kind with yourself, be gentle, pivot as needed. If you're doing it in your own time and space, be kind with yourself, be gentle, pivot as needed. And then as always, please do remember, girl, the only person who has the power to change your life is you. Nothing's going to happen until you step up and take ownership of your choices. And when you do that, you give another woman permission to do the same. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.